What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my week eight top 36 wide receivers with tiers. If you guys enjoy the video, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. If you want to check out my running back rankings, those are already posted on my channel, but let's just dive right into it. Starting off with tier one, we're going to have seven wide receivers starting it off with Tyreek Hill. Dude's been a monster all season long. He's going to be my number one wide receiver this week. Then we're going to have Stefan Diggs also been great going up against the Bucks. These guys are all locks in your lineup. A.J. Brown has been on an absolute tear. Expect him to keep that going here against the Commanders. Jamar Chase, excited to see how Joe Burrow looks coming out of the bye. Obviously not the best matchup against the 49ers, but if Joe Burrow's looking healthy, him and Jamar Chase are going to put up numbers regardless of who they're going up against. Cooper Cup coming off a down game. Still expect him to be a high-end wide receiver one. Tough matchup against the Cowboys, but still a top option at the wide receiver position. Then we have Keenan Allen. I like the matchup here against the Bears. Um, I think they're probably going to be able to put up a lot of points. Keenan Allen has been a volume machine this season, so I like him in that matchup. And then wrapping up this uh, tier one, Amon Ross St. Brown. Dude has been a volume monster over the last couple of weeks going up against the uh, Raiders here. I think he's a nice mid-tier wide receiver one option. Now shifting into tier two, only four guys in this tier. Gonna start it off with Devontae Adams. Now I understand Devontae Adams has been disappointing over the last like three-ish weeks, but he's getting Jimmy Garoppolo back. Pretty solid matchup here against the Lions. I think Devontae Adams is still a locked-in wide receiver one, really not panicking at all. All these top wide receivers are going to have a few down games here or there. I still think Devontae Adams is an elite wide receiver, which is why I have him leading tier two. Then we're going to have Puka Nakua. Even in a tough matchup, Puka and Cooper Cup have just been absolutely dominating the touches and the targets there for the Rams. I think both of these guys are strong plays. I like Puka even as like a top 10 wide receiver this week. Then we are going to have CeeDee Lamb going up against the Rams. Hasn't necessarily had a fantastic start to the season, but I do think this Cowboys offense should probably pick it up a little bit coming off a strong game prior to the bye. So I do like Lamb this week here as a top 10 guy. And then at a wide receiver 11, gonna have Brandon Ayuk. I would be surprised if Debo played in this one. The initial report was that he was probably going to miss at least two weeks. So if you have Brandon Ayuk, uh, you know, playing as the wide receiver one for the 49ers, it's a pretty good spot. They may be without Brock Purdy, so it could be Sam Darnold. I still think Sam Darnold is like competent enough to feed his weapons, right? His weapons are stacked. O-line's really solid. I think Ayuk will be fine. Without Debo, he should command a lot of volume. And then shifting into a pretty large tier three here, we're going to start off with Adam Thielen. Now, I had been pretty low on Adam Thielen, you know, pretty much the entire season. Didn't love him coming into it. Thought he was a sell-high option early on. I did not think his production was sustainable. He has put up six very, very impressive weeks. So at this point, just got to buy in. The dude's been on fire, a volume machine. So I have him here as a wide receiver one, a top 12 wide receiver. He starts off this tier. Then we're going to have Chris Olave. Really, the only thing holding Chris Olave back here is the touchdowns. He has one touchdown in uh, what, six or seven games. Not sure if they've had their buy yet, but a lot of other wide receivers, you know, in the same point per game range have gotten to the end zone multiple times. So I think Olave will be fine. Like him as a high end wide receiver too. Then we're going to have Mike Evans. Dude has clearly been the uh, Buccaneers wide receiver one this season. Like him as a high end wide receiver two play. Nico Collins coming off the bye week. We have seen Nico Collins playing six games. The dude has been pretty impressive. He has been uh, CJ Stroud's clear wide receiver one, and CJ Stroud has wildly outperformed expectations. Like him here against the Panthers at wide receiver 15. 
Another guy who has kind of outperformed expectations is Jacoby Myers. I think a lot of people thought this offense wouldn't be that great with Jimmy J at the quarterback position. You already have Devontae Adams funneling a lot of targets, but Jacoby Myers has come in. He's been very involved week to week. His only down game was without Jimmy G. You get Jimmy G back this week. Like I said with Devontae, I like the matchup against the Lions. You know, six, seven games into the season for some of these guys, the dudes have been balling out. You just got to put some respect on their name. That's what I'm doing here with Jacoby Myers. Behind Myers, we're going to have uh, Jalen Waddle. A little bit of an underwhelming start to the season here. He hasn't had any of those like crazy explosive boom games. Now dealing with a back injury. If he didn't have that injury, maybe I rank him a few spots higher, but he's going to settle in as a mid-tier wide receiver too. Another guy like a wide receiver too on a top offense, underperformed so far, Devonta Smith. I know a lot of people are worried personally i'm not like when you have aj brown going for 120 plus yards over the last few weeks it's going to be tough for another wide receiver to deliver great production at some point aj brown is going to slip a little bit Devonte adams is going to have a, or sorry yeah Devonta smith is going to have a big game and then everything will feel fine maybe he's not going to pay off at what like the wide receiver 11 12 price you drafted him at but i think he'll be a fine mid to high end uh, wide receiver two rest of season clearly a very very talented player and after like two weeks, you had people saying he was the wide receiver one here. We can't go from thinking he's that talented to all of a sudden, you know, he's not even like a wide receiver two. Still like him this week as my wide receiver 18. Behind Smith, another young wide receiver, a rookie here in Jordan Addison, coming off an absolute monster game against the 49ers. It was a little concerning that he didn't have a great game against the Bears, who were a much better matchup thought maybe this offense wouldn't look great without Justin Jefferson. Then he goes out against the infinitely tougher defense, puts on a masterclass. So Jordan Addison, got to feel great about him moving forward. And then shifting into tier four, uh, this is pretty much going to take us through a wide receiver twos. Going to start this tier off with Zay Flowers. Hasn't necessarily hit in the touchdown department, but a very safe floor week to week. Going up against the Cardinals, really like that matchup there. Then we're going to have DJ Moore. Um, no Justin Fields, which I do think is a hit. I like the matchup here against the Chargers. We saw Bajent kind of uh, pepper him with targets last week. This may actually be low for DJ Moore, but once we're starting to get at this point, like a lot of these wide receivers feel like confident plays, but they're all kind of, you know, very close together. Behind DJ Moore, we have T. Higgins. Now a fully healthy T. Higgins paired with a fully healthy Joe Burrow is probably right around the wide receiver 12 spot. But prior to the bye week, we had Higgins dealing with the rib issue and then Joe Burrow, obviously with the calf all season long. So is Joe Burrow 100%? Is T Higgins 100%? I guess we will uh, wait and see for that on Sunday. Uh, my wide receiver 23 is gonna be DK Metcalf. It looks like Metcalf has a decent shot to play, or at least he expects to play this week. He does draw a pretty tough matchup here against the Browns, which is why he's a little bit lower than he maybe normally would be. And then uh, wide receiver 24, Michael Pittman. Dude has just been a rock all season long. Like the volume he's seen with Gardner Minshew. Didn't see a ton of volume last game, but prior to that, he had been a volume machine. So I do like him in my top 24. And then the final guy in this tier, Christian Kirk. Had to give Christian Kirk the nod this week over Calvin Ridley. I had been a uh, Ridley over Kirk guy, you know, pretty much all season long. It's got to change after what we saw last week. Not bearing Calvin Ridley, but Christian Kirk has been the more consistent guy um, week to week. And then shifting into tier five, these are going to be like your mid to high end wide receiver threes. We're going to start it off with Terry McLaurin. After kind of a slow start to the season, especially volume wise, he has really picked up the volume he's commanding. Eagles defense is tough, but the secondary hasn't been that lockdown. Receivers have been able to put together solid games. So I like Terry here. Garrett Wilson, 
Kind of feels like Wilson's in the similar spot that he is in every week. Obviously, the quarterback play is not going to be great. They're still going to pepper him with targets, but the touchdown upside is just not really there compared to some of these other wide receivers. And then we're going to have a Calvin Ridley sandwich between these two Steelers wide receivers. Did just give George Pickens the edge, um, outperformed and actually out-targeted Deontay Johnson in their first game together. Don't necessarily know if that's going to continue, but Piggins has been so impressive. I do think he gets the edge. Deontay Johnson, good to see him solid in his first game back. Volume machine. And then Calvin Ridley. Like I said, I did drop him, but I didn't completely tank him. I feel like some people are writing him off like he is totally cooked. I can't get there. It was one bad game. You know, the week before that, people were not saying that. People were firing him up as a mid-tier wide receiver too. I really would not be shocked if we saw a big bounce back here from Calvin Ridley against the uh, Steelers. And then uh, the final guy in tier five, going to be Marquise Brown. Do we get Kyler Murray at quarterback here? He was a full participant um, in practice. Wouldn't be shocked if they just sit him out another week, uh, make sure he is fully 100% right. But regardless, I think Marquise Brown is a solid play. Honestly, feels low having him here as like a mid-tier wide receiver three, but the wide receiver position is just so stacked with no bye weeks. I mean, like last week, he was probably a mid-tier wide receiver two with the six teams on bye. So he really hasn't done anything wrong. It's just a very stacked position at this point in the season. And then the final tier, tier six, going to start it off with Chris Godwin. Wide receiver two behind Mike Evans, but still very involved week to week. Still feel like he has some boom games in him uh, moving forward. Then we're going to have Drake London. Um, you know, kind of surprising to see Drake London ranked here above some of the guys I do have him ranked ahead of, especially with how he started off the season. But I really like the matchup here against the Titans. The Titans run defense has been really tough, you know, as they've been, you know, pretty much over the last couple of seasons. And then the pass attack has really been where they've struggled. Fantasy wide receivers have found some success. Drake London's been pretty solid since that goose egg. Like him here as my wide receiver 33. Tyler Lockett feels low for Lockett, but he draws a tough matchup here. This is obviously going to be assuming that uh, DK Metcalf is playing. If Metcalf was out, you'd probably fire up Lockett to like a fringe wide receiver too. Um, but Lockett hasn't been ideal this season. I still think he's a decent option here as a wide receiver three. Amari Cooper does hurt to rank Amari Cooper this low. I mean, with a healthy Deshaun Watson, he's probably a mid-tier wide receiver too. The backup quarterback play has just not been great, especially when it's come to supporting their weapons. So that's why he takes a hit here. There's a lot of really quality wide receiver options. So tough break for Cooper. Um, and then the final guy here could have gone to a few different players. A lot of decent options here. Was kind of between Joshua Palmer and Josh Dobbs. Ended up going with Palmer going up against the Bears, but I think Josh Downs also could be a fair guy at that spot. But that's going to wrap it up for the top 36 wideouts here in week eight. If you guys enjoyed the video, check out the running backs, hit that like button. Thank you all for stopping by, and I will see you in the next one.